It's been a long year. So if my mom's a troll to Meghan Markle online, then you know what? <laughs> That's her one thing for the year. If my mom's become a troll. <laughs> Is she going right after her? Don't constantly. I can find like a hundred posts. <laughs> like every every day I get like three posts. We'll wait, we'll save it. Let's do a bit on it. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Hey, hey Carter, how you been? Oh, good, good, good Brent? I'm here Yep Seems like we've come a full year and ended up absolutely nowhere Pretty great feeling. Oh well, two of us are absolutely nowhere. So someone else is uh so he's got somewhere. Ooh. Someone's five G someone's five G compatible, though. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah, get that sweet, sweet Moderna. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Brent sounds so not you know, his his internet's breaking yeah. up. Yeah. He's gotta go across the border. No. Oh. No, it's been a tough, tough year. And so it's been hard on people. And see, one thing that that's uh, been personal for me is my mom, she's online more than ever in this weird time, you know, and old mm. people on the internet, it can get pretty bad, you know. Not oh, saying much. Conspiracy Marcus theories. Oh, boy, it can go yeah. bad. And so my mom has one passion. And one passion only on the internet <laughs> is to just totally troll Meghan Markle. This is this is all she wants to. This is her. She logs on and she looks for places to put comments on Facebook posts about how much she hates Meghan Markle constantly, <laughs> like three a day. And I see them all. And she's merciless. She's merciless. It's not, is it Megan specific or it's both her and Harry, right? Oh, it's, I'd say it's 70 30. It's a lot of Megan. She really wants the world to know how useless and spoiled they are. Man, when the, uh, when the old man died, Philip, go a little mm -hmm. while back there, uh, I was going in. Did I tell you about this? No, no. Oh, I was I was going in to do the announcements on the on the intercom that day for the school. <sighs> Sometimes I'll do the announcements if it's a lot because the secretary hates reading on the thing. So if she has a lot. She'll call me in, and that was the day he died. And I'm going there, and then there's another teacher that kind of likes to do the announcements, but for him, he's like, like it's a for him, it's a big deal if he does it. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't want it, or he's going to be grandiose. No, he, you know, he wants to. Like he, it's okay. like for him, it's like if he gets to do it. It's like showtime. Like he really puts a lot into it. For me, I don't care. I just wing it and be stupid. Um, but so I was like, he ran into the office. He's like, hi, could I do the announcements today? I was like, oh yeah, sure, man, no, no worries. Here you go. 
And then he's like, the first thing he does is like, please lay, please rise and have a minute of silence for Prince oh, no. Philip. <laughs> and everybody in the office is like, what? <laughs> and it's just, just man, it, it was beautiful though. But like, you could see everybody was just like, uh, but he was really passionate about it. What like, year did they stop playing God Saves the Queen over announcements? I don't know. I know in grade one they did. So <laughs> that would have been 1991. Oh, no, they played it even into when we were in high school, probably, Brent, right? I have no memory of that. Oh, it feels like oh, they stopped in elementary Stimpy? school for me. Got it. Got well, they played it all in my elementary school my whole time. Have to raise, you know, student productivity. That was 30 seconds of, of classroom instruction time we could have had. No, that's more Ren and Stimpy than <laughs> that's the only memory I have of it. <laughs> Is their version. Well, so I have no idea. My mom really is so taking she... trolling. Yeah, she's. Is she so is she pro royal, royal family, family defending? She loves the royal family. Oh well, then okay, that's why. And this is she, personal. Yep, she. When I met the governor general, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest deal. So along came just... this infiltrator, and Marge probably could smell <laughs> her out <laughs> right from the start. <laughs> <laughs> But so Brent, what you, what were you saying? What is um? I'm just you were asking. Well, my that. my mom is very anti Meghan and Harry, and then you like, you I'm seem extremely yes. apathetic to royal family. But I don't know about Meghan. I'm so you don't like apathy, you don't like I, I I don't like her con game. I guess I just and don't I am. It. And I'm sympathetic to them. My to mom does the royal. I don't think my mom likes her. And and guess which way I'm going to go on this one, Brent. I have no idea. The centrist. New- some days oh. I like her, some days I don't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you pulled the Biden. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, no. He's been doing good lately. So good for him. Poker. Um, okay. Yeah. So, all right. So that's like part of, you know, being a boomer online. I, right, uh, right now I'm saying I don't like her because, you know, the royal family is like the NWO. Once you're in, you're in for life. <laughs> Man, the royal family is not going to exist anymore when Charles is in charge. No one's going to care. <laughs> Everyone's just going to be like, the king. He's useless. <laughs> you know, the Yeah, it's, it's going to become it's going to become uh, very diminished, I think. Yeah, look at the fancy boy in the corner wanting attention <laughs> kind of thing. He might just get killed. The family <laughs> might take him out cuz people would like it if William took people like William, right? They did. He got when a he was better to... looking. Now he yeah. looks like his dad. <laughs> yeah. But he's still got. Yeah, he seems like a decent stuff. enough person. Mm-hmm. If he could get a 40 year run, that might hold it. But 
20 years of Charles. Charles is going to last a long time, man. Look, his dad just lasted till 99. His mom's going strong and his grandma died at like 107 or something like that. So <laughs> that's why he might have to take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is going to be around a long time. Because the queen, like the queen's got good genes and he's got the queens. Plus, it's not like he's his dad died when he was 70. He's got double good genes. So these families can sometimes make the hard choices for the good <laughs> of the family. For the good of the nation, James. Mm-hmm. For England. <laughs> <laughs> I've um I was doing a, a lot of deep thoughts one day. And I was thinking to myself. What is the musical cutoff that can make somebody a boomer or not? What is the band? What is the sound that if you like this band, you're actually not a boomer? Oh, you're a little you like bit band, younger. If you like this band, you're already a little bit younger than a boomer. Nirvana? Can, can the boomer, like... Come oh, around no. and is is Metallica post boomer? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Metallica is way post. Yeah. Okay. But then, like, my I dad think I, older I, age is into like Guns N' Roses and stuff, but at the time he wasn't. Yeah. So you got to count for that. I think. I think th- I have the band. Run I DMC. I, no, I think I know the exact band. What? ACDC. No way. Who I think no, I think if you're a real boomer, you you think it's noise. I think that's the cutoff. Because boomers are those 60s guys. 60s, 70s, and ACDC comes around. That sounds like crap. My dad is like peak boomer. And ACDC he 70s though, like Bond, like Black no, Black but the eighty-one is ACDC for yeah. everybody in the world. Okay, it's black and black. That is the cutoff point, precisely. Of when, if you like ACDC, you're you're not actually a boomer. If you truly like them, when they work out, when they're out, yeah. Like my dad's been to two. Yeah, no, no. When they're out, that doesn't count. Yeah, when they were out, did you like ACDC? If they did, you're just a little bit younger than a boomer. You can't quite be a boomer. That's tough because he's got like Van Halen 2, which was in 79, but no ACDC. But Van Halen's a younger band than ACDC. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think, I think ACDC's it, man. But then he's he the youngest. To be able boomer. to enjoy something. Yeah. That's mm. the cutoff band. So you have to try a bit to like it, or you have to have the energy still. Just be up, just have it in you. Mm-hmm. We're it's also tough for us to judge because Winnipeg is like the ACDC town. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. There's Absolutely. no town more ACDC than Winnipeg. I feel like when you just drive in Winnipeg, ACDC just plays in the air. <laughs> it's, just, it's just everywhere. And there's some guy screaming on the DJ, you know? The, yeah, we're back with Power 97. ACDC rock. <laughs> you know? It's just like, Ugh, yeah! 
So you, you flip over to 92 City FM. Hey, 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 hey. Stop back. Oh, no. And then you shook me off. <laughs> you know, like, I'd, like. Normally it'll be uh you know K Rock and then it'll be like you'll have the intro to Enter Sandman and then welcome to the jungle intro and then maybe like the doors or something and then the strokes to say we we own all rock poof oh Winnipeg's just like four samples of I'm on a I got a stiff just four songs back to back to back. Yeah. <laughs> ACGC is so awesome. They just kick ass so hard. Oh, I, I, I don't know about the new album. I only made it. Like I don't one care. I just, like, I just love them. They are. So they are so ACDC. ACDC is the most ACDC thing. I and took my so kid when he was six months, six months old. I said, you're coming to ACDC. And he did. They're so the Winnipeg. They're so Winnipeg. It just oozes from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that is the band of Winnipeg. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Metallica number two, maybe? Yep, I would agree. That's exactly what I would say. The number one and number two bands are in in Winnipeg. ACDC Metallica, one, two, for sure. Well, I wonder what number three is. That's it's probably me. GNR. Probably yeah, GNR. I would say the Gunners. Yeah, I would say Gunners. Maybe the Headstones. I think you might break off after Gunners into... Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, Motley Crue territory. Uh, I don't know. The radio stations never played very much Crew or Jovi or anything like that. Mm. But they never played much Gunners too. Oh, I I know number three. It's not Guns N' Roses. It's Ozzy. Oh, they do love Ozzy and Winnipeg. Oh, damn. How many Winnipeg ads go, I, I. <laughs> this week at the zoo. I, I. Well, I remember this is like 300 episodes ago. There was that police sting where they, the police are like free Ozzy tickets and uh, and all these delinquent dads are chomping <laughs> to get their tickets. That's probably <laughs> Probably the greatest Winnipeg story ever is yeah. that you you lure petty criminals to prison with with the promise of Aussie tickets, <laughs> which is just a Simpsons joke where Chief Wiggum said free it's boat the, and Homer the, shows up and it's like your, your old speeding tickets you gotta pay us now. <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the greatest. So Winnipeg, we got these Aussie tickets for you. What's how does Crazy Trade? What's the riff to Crazy Trade? Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah. Right. I should learn that. Nice one. 
one of the riffs there, Randy. Randy throws down. <laughs> Your good friend, oh, Randy. Man, yeah, no, that's that's yeah. a good word progression. You you start to palm mute and chugging on the A <laughs> string, and then uh, yeah. you do four chord variations. Carter that's did get was. interrogated by a, yeah. Carter got interrogated about guitar from my kid. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> back yeah, back when and we were allowed out trying to gatherings. You know, Allison and him both trying to win an argument. I think he took his side a lot more. Ooh. Electric guitar is actually cheaper than acoustic. Or a, a decent electric guitar. Oh, yeah. It's no, no, argument, that right? Yeah. Yeah, a, a $250 electric will be better than a $250 acoustic. Yeah. My mom yeah. says Thunderstruck is the most famous ACDC song. <laughs> I said, your mom had didn't live in Winnipeg long enough. (laughs) I'd say it's number three. And Trevor's promised an amp, so you've just got to drive down from Flon one weekend. Yep. I have a lot of questions about that amp. Oh, Oh, yes. I won't give him the like elephant killer amp yet. I'll just give him a nice <laughs> little. But after he can have a monster of an amp if he wants. Yeah, the basement's too much for him. Like too much for Brent. It's oh. Too much for a human. It's. I had that in the condo. That was bad. Oh, God, oh that... my God! I did it. I was right. I, I said Thunderstruck was the third most popular ACDC song. I'm right on Spotify. It oh, is, of course. Come I was on. wrong about number two, though. So what's what's number one, Trevor? Let's let's do it. Let's do your ACDC. <laughs> this old game. Back in black. Yeah, that's number one. Yeah, you shook me all night long. No, that's number four. This is where I was wrong. Oh, TNT. Hi. No, that's number five. Highway, Highway to, hell. to hell. That's number two, and it's close to number one. That's close. Oh damn it! That's the good song. That is the best. No, TNT's the best. TNT's the best ACDC song. I feel like Highway to Hell and and Wrestling are tied together. Yep, absolutely. SummerSlam 98. Stone Cold (laughs) versus Undertaker. (laughs) I was going to make that joke because I was going to say it's like 30 30 million streams away. So that's one SummerSlam event away from getting (laughs) more over back and back. (laughs) This is the greatest. This is the greatest conversation. Because all it was, Summer 98, was was uh, like <laughs> Stone Cold walking through fire and explosions. <laughs> the other day, you're walking through fire and explosions. And then uh, SummerSlam 98. Wrestling's so Winnipeg, though. It feels like every wrestler comes from Winnipeg. Yeah. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho are like both top but it's guys. Just, if you yeah. look at any wrestler, you look at them. There's only two places they come from. Florida or Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the dude. <laughs> They're all from Florida or Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. The, the Florida of Canada. Mm-hmm. So my hair was getting a little bit long. Oh, yeah. So I'd have to put it in a little hair tie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just to like, so because it would flop around on the back. It was really weird. It's just a real, I just really, I need to go to a proper like a hairdresser, but haven't in like a year. Um, 
so I had this hair tie and Lisa was like, I was like, do you have something I could like use? You know? And she's like, I have one hair tie left. Fine. Take it. So for like a month, I like cherished this hair tie. I never like misplaced it. I took care of it. I knew where it was at all times. And Lisa's like, Oh, I'll just get you a new. And she's like, she saw it. She's like, Oh, is this the, I can't remember what she said. I was like, you have more. She's like, I have like 200 in a box. I was like, you told me it was the only hair tie you had. She's like, I was just joking. I was like, Oh, cause I like, Oh man, it was bad. For, for for a month, I was like the most like I lose everything. I misplace things all the time, but not this hair tie. And then I went to the store anyway and bought myself a box like a hundred of them. And they're <laughs> clear. And now I use them. I use them whenever I damn well please. If I if I'm not feeling one, I just throw it out and grab a new one. I'm that big of a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys got your hair cut lately? No, it's 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 maybe the longest it's ever been. Woo, like Tom Brady holding a sheep Ooh. face. Oh, that no, no, that we're talking Brady like 2009. No. That was his long days, 2010. Oh, I I'm talking about how long your hair was when Brady was holding a sheep. Oh, not oh, his God. hair in the picture. Yeah, there was a good episode of Dr. Phil a couple months back, as there often are. What? Dr. Phil. This Keep woman going. named this woman named Tina was on. Her her friend Vivian brought her on to try to get Dr. Phil to drive some sense into Tina that she was being catfished and wasn't actually married Ooh. Uh, to uh engage to Brett Michaels and dating uh Nikki Six from Motley Crew. <laughs> I did read this one, yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. So she never, she just texted with these guys who said they were Nikki Six and Brett Michaels and uh, never spoke to them on the phone. Well, I. (laughs) And and Dr. Phil's like, why didn't you speak to them on the phone? Well, they said their management. What? She never spoke to Brett Michaels on the phone. No. That it ain't Brett Michaels. Because I called my baby on the telephone. (laughs) <laughs> I said her home Brett because he's all alone. <laughs> so she should have known, Your Honor. She clearly should have known it was not Brett Michaels because Brett Michaels calls his baby on the telephone. <laughs> well, maybe in the eighties he did, but nowadays the management and his his agents and stuff really make him live a restricted life. They won't let him talk on the phone to his his fiance. Ooh, his rock of love. Yeah. yeah. So he sent her his driver's license for proof. State of Nevada driver's license. And Dr. Phil's like, and she's like, this is real. It's real. You can't convince me otherwise. And how do you think Dr. Phil convinced her it may not be real? Oh, no. Nevada law says you can't wear a hat in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> and what, do you, what do you think he was wearing in the photo? Big freaking cowboy hat. Because oh, he's a bandana. No, he was wearing a bandana and, and a cowboy hat. Yep. That's how you do it. Because two negatives make a positive, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Because and if you can't wear a hat and a bandana, if you do both, then you can do it. And his birth date was wrong, too. Oh, it's Perfect. March 28th. Yeah. <laughs> I March. Know. 
<laughs> so we know one person who wouldn't get catfished here. Yeah, I know it. Brett. <laughs> yeah, and so the other thing is, um, she did uh FaceTime with Brett or uh Nikki once, but it only lasted a second. But she could clearly see when the FaceTime started that it was them. And then it just cut off. Holding up a picture to the camera. Yeah. That's exactly what Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil debunked it all with like, yeah, exactly stuff you think of in one second. Well, there could have been a, you know, uh, just a still photo on the computer and the, the, the scammer, rather than using the front facing camera, was using the rear facing camera, pointed at the screen and then shut it off immediately. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Ooh. And it's like, so no harm, no foul, right? You know, you got scammed. Ooh. She's like, I still don't believe. It's like, well, did you, what else did they want? Well, I sent them money. And Dr. Phil's like, what? It said, yeah, they were needing money and to show that I really loved them and I wasn't after their money. So they wanted me to send them money. It's like, uh, you, you know, Nikki Six doesn't need <laughs> any money right now. Uh, I know his, uh, you know, summer stadium tour got postponed, but he was still having a stadium summer tour. <laughs> those, pays, those pay okay. Um, and so then uh, Brett, uh, Brett and Nikki did some pre-recorded messages. You know, not live. They didn't want to talk to this psycho live. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, they came in and they said, I'm sorry, it's not me. I don't know who you're talking to, honey, but it's not me. And so it finally sort of clicked Ooh. that she wasn't actually speaking with the, uh, you know, the two guys. Uh, so this just sort of reminded me of, uh, you know, when, you know, some people we know were catfishing individuals <laughs> as members of Motley Crew. Poor Brandy, you know, poor Tina. Poor Brandy, Ashton Whalen, uh, posed as Vince Neil, hey, and even emailed mailed her a picture, eh? Oh, got the ball rolling. <laughs> that was dark. That was a bat. We were in grade yeah. nine. Yeah. And the internet was invented, basically. <laughs> and we used it for evil instantly. The first thing we did is found people and started trying to ruin their lives. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're, we're still doing that. <laughs> Oh my God! It's full circle. The circle yeah. of Lord. I still think yeah. Whalen was getting catfished, and it wasn't really Nikki Six I that don't. he was talking to. I think it was. You're just as bad as Tina. Ooh, I think I am. There's someone on Cameo right now on the very featured person with a huge flag. He's gonna he's doing it. He's doing the cameo. Hulk oh my Hogan? gosh. No. He's only gonna do two more. And you know how much he charges? Ten thousand dollars. He'll respond within an hour. Are we ready? Are we ready to hit play and hear who it is? And then Trevor's gonna be ten thousand dollars lighter. Who is it? I'll do it. Is it John Bond? Teaming up with Cameo for this one-time special Mother's Day event. Get your mom the message she deserves. All the proceeds from my end will be going to the Roots Foundation, 
they specialize in scholarships for people. Yeah, John Bond is John on cameo. Guys, you $10,000. Mothers? What about us? What do you mean, mothers, John? Brett Michaels, one M, one, one T? He's not on here. There's oh there's there's women from from Rock of Love on thirty dollars oh the winner of of Rock of Love hmm? I feel like Brett Michaels should live beside a selfie booth in a bus stop these mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just Virgil. such trash. <laughs> Yeah, watch us watching crap. Just watch some unsolved mystery twenty four seven. Switch over to Baywatch. <laughs> oh, the first right. effects were good. There's an earthquake and Hoff's house starts shaking, <laughs> and then the little like life Earth was shaking. The man was shaking. <laughs> Hoff was faking, baby. You. Show me how.